Hello, and welcome to today's episode of The Memory Keeper. I'm your host, Bram Grun, and today's story still makes our heart flutter when I tell it. While traveling is about experiencing culture and broadening our horizons, involving oneself in local politics can carry unforeseen consequences. Today, we're headed to 1960s Peru. Join Brahm on an exciting journey, sharing travel stories that celebrate the power of memory. Through these stories, Brahm raises awareness and support for both patients and caregivers, fighting Alzheimer's in honor of his wife, Sherry, who now resides in memory care. Without further ado, here's today's episode of The Memory Keeper. Remember last week, I invited all of you to submit stories that I might actually read on this podcast? Well, this week's story was contributed by Dr. Lewis Goodman, who is the former dean of the School of International Service at the American University and a very good friend of mine. He wanted us to tell this story, which is actually pretty scary when you think of it. The story is in fact warning for all our students who study abroad and any other one who likes to venture into dangerous places. You travel to experience the culture and to broaden your understanding of the world. That said, if you involve yourself in local politics in an active way, you may take a huge risk as you may not fully understand the underlying intercultural dynamics and relationships. Lou had an experience as a student which exemplifies this. In the 1960s, he had a chance to participate in the Experiment of International Living Program and live with a wonderful family in Lima, Peru, while studying Peruvian literature and culture. He stayed in the elite neighborhood San Isidro at the home of the deputy director of a major Peruvian bank. Their son had been hosted by an experiment in international living family when in the U.S. to study and they were reciprocating. It was the 1960s and the decades global political conflicts were also present in Peru. One month before he arrived, General Ricardo Perez Godoy led a military coup to prevent Peruvian leftist Victor Paul Haya, Haya de la Torre, from assuming the nation's presidency. Since Haya had won Peru's 1962 election, there was much resentment among leftist students about the coup. In fact, a Catholic University of Peru student and prominent poet, Xavier Hero, had joined an anti-military revolutionary group. It turned out that several of Lu's Peruvian classmates were Hero's friends. Unbeknownst to him though, these friends had contact with a Trotskyite revolutionary group that was organizing peasants in the Cusco area to oppose the military government. After some weeks of socializing and friendship, they evidently trusted Lou enough, even though he was an American, and they invited him to travel to Cusco to meet the group's leader, Hugo Blanco. That prospect greatly interested Lou as he imagined it might lead to a conversation with one of the major revolutionaries of that time. This was major global stuff for him. A week after receiving that invitation while eating dinner with his Peruvian family, a policeman knocked on the door. He had come to tell Lou that if it were true that he intended to visit Blanco, he should be prepared to be expelled from Peru immediately. And Lou immediately realized that he had caused two problems. 
he had publicly embarrassed his hosts, and he was in serious trouble. The next day, he went to the American Embassy to seek advice, yet brought back to reality. It was the end of his venture. No Blanco, and back to study in literature and culture only. The embassy's cultural liaison officer looked at Lou sternly and simply said, we know about your invitation. If you try to meet Blanco, we will fully support the police intention to expel you. Talking about the fear of being sent home as a foreign student, my own first encounter with the police in the United States did make me worry for a bit. And I had to use my creativity and Germanic charm to get out of a dicey situation. The episode is named after the officer. Officer Heidelberg, thank you. I hope you found this story both captivating and eye-opening. It serves as a powerful reminder of the delicate balance between cultural exploration and personal safety. As we conclude this episode of The Memory Keeper, I want to express my heartfelt gratitude for joining me on this incredible journey. Your support and listenership mean the world to me. I also want to take a moment to share an important cause close to our hearts. We are raising funds for the Alzheimer's Foundation of America, an organization dedicated to supporting individuals affected by Alzheimer's disease. Your generous donation can make a meaningful impact in their lives. I invite you to visit memorykeeper.org and donate today to support the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. Together, we can make a difference and provide vital resources to those in need. Thank you for being a part of the Memory Keeper family. Stay tuned for more. I'm Bram Groen, and I am the Memory Keeper. Thank you for listening to The Memory Keeper. On behalf of Brahm, we want to thank you for your help in raising awareness and support in the fight against Alzheimer's. If you feel inspired to make a difference, please consider making a charitable donation to the Alzheimer's Foundation of America in honor of Brahm's wife, Sherry, by visiting thememorykeeper.org and clicking the button that says Donate. On our website, you can also sign up for our email list and receive the newest episodes directly to your inbox, as well as a full listing of episodes, show credits, and learn more about this program and why it exists. Lastly, if you enjoy the series, we just ask you to share this episode with your friends and family, as well as subscribe to the show and follow us on social media at MemoryKeeperPod. Together, let's continue to raise awareness and make a difference in the fight against Alzheimer's. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you right here next week for another episode of The Memory Keeper.